Hello and welcome to Emoji Rap, a podcast about all things emoji. I'm your host, Jeremy Burge, and joining me today is Twitter design lead, Brian Haggerty. Hey, Brian, how's it going? It's going great. Glad to be on here and talking uh, all things emoji. It's a topic that we talk about a lot around here, so it shouldn't be uh, anything too wild to dig into this. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Um, one thing I know about you is that you've been at Twitter for quite a long time. Uh, I think longer than I've been. I started Emojipedia 2013, and I'm pretty sure you predate me over there. How long have you been? I definitely do. I've been at Twitter for eight years. Uh, I'm, an, I'm an old timer around here. <laughs> Needless to say, yeah. Um, what what is? Uh, I actually, I, I I know you know. To me, you're the guy who sort of runs the emoji stuff at Twitter. But what is, what is design lead? Are you doing other things? What what exactly does that mean when calling you Twitter design lead? Yeah, definitely. So the emoji work or emoji as we call it here is just one aspect of the projects that um, I work on. So I work on our consumer design teams, which we call Bluebird around here. So that's essentially what you pretty much know of as when you think of Twitter. And one of the areas that I look over is a lot of our kind of like UI, user interface foundation work. So we work on a lot of things that bring consistency to the product, a lot of the app structures and things like that, where features get built into it. Hence why, you know, the Emoji project really came into into uh, our court on the side of the house, which was, hey, how do we ensure that People, when they're using emojis, they're ensuring that the right meaning is getting across and people who are using them or seeing those emojis on, whether it's on Android or mobile web or whatnot, are seeing the same emoji essentially and getting the, the same uh, understanding of what it is. So you're doing the user interface stuff as well as just what things look like. Is that is that what you, you got that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we're you know we're you know a fairly sizable team, but uh, I think one of the 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 things that people don't really realize is that. You know, you think of Twitter, probably think of people think of short little tweets, but there's actually a ton that's going on within the product to cater to different customers and different features and things like that. So there's a there's a lot that we have to think about. You know, you may be only seeing a small sliver of it in your everyday usage, but uh, there's a lot going on in there. Uh, I have a quick question for sure. you. Uh, can you do you have your phone on you right there? Do, I do. You got an yes. iPhone or Android? What I got you, an what iPhone. I got an iPhone. iPhone. Uh, can you open your frequently used emoji list? I'm, I had a feeling. Yeah, I had a feeling you're going to ask me about this. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, certainly. Uh, I'm, the, I'm interested in maybe the last five or so. Yeah, the last five. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thumbs up, which is a big. I use that a lot, uh, particularly because in Slack we use that a lot as a kind of uh, confirmation of things. The Ruffle, which I is definitely one that I use. Thinking face. Yeah. Ruffle uh, for, for those that aren't right up with the, the slang, <laughs> the rolling on the floor laughing. It's like the laughing, crying one tilted sideways. And the reason I, I use that one a lot more now because I think it, it just conveys a lot more laughter of what's going on. Just kind of the tilt uh, is a big part of that. People feel uh, like there's a lot of baggage with the normal one too, right? There is. Like the old, the laughing, crying one that it's been around so long that I don't know. I know people get very up upset by it sometimes they get they're like they feel it's overused so maybe you want a bit of novelty in your life exactly i want to just kind of give a little of my own flavor to it i guess in that case um moving on uh facepalm is always the one that i love to use uh Thinking face is a big one, uh-huh. and obviously the smiling poo is one that comes in there. <laughs> I must have <laughs> do, used that do you remember recently. the context? I don't. What was I using that for? It was probably in some DM at some point just recently, but... 
Yeah, you know, it has so many uses. Is really the thing about the the smiling poo. So it can be used in so many contexts. Uh, the the face palm. I mean, uh, do you use the you got the man or the woman, and you got all the skin tones? Do you match it to look like you, or do you just pick any of them? What, you know, what, what do you got? There? I go so I go as the male version, but I don't use the skin tone on it, and I don't. Qu- I'm not quite sure why. I've never decided to change that, but uh, I think it's, it it gets the point across. Essentially, it it could be a somewhat more of a collective face palm, not just for me, but from from everyone when I'm using it. So. Right. Maybe if there was a neutral one that that was just a smiley with a face palm, you might be using that potentially. That but true. there isn't, so you gotta make a choice. Yep. Uh I so what have what have I got in my list here? I also have the thumbs up uh that I sent to you a moment ago to say yep. yes, ready to go. I have a uh I have a Statue of Liberty on there. I was uh, I just posted something on Instagram about New York, so that's quite handy. The kissing face uh, champagne, and I've got a July 17. We're doing some World Emoji Day stuff, so I've got the calendar emoji Getting in ready. there. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, which is a different date, which on all the platforms. So <laughs> it's it's not the most useful emoji. It's on it's July 17 on Android and on uh, I, iOS now. But I think what what is the date on the Twitter one? I can't remember. It's not July 17. Do you know what it is off the top of your head? It is. Uh, oh God, it's kind of escaping. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to look it yeah. up now. Calendar. It's, it's in March though. I March know that. 21st. Yes, that's right. No, what, no, what does that mean? Do you know what that's for? So was, this corresponds to, this is kind of like one of our little Easter eggs in there, which is that corresponds to the date at which we, Twitter went live essentially for people to use. So it's kind of a little homage to, to that essentially. Yes, I, I do remember now because there used to be some other date. There used to be, I think, I'm like, I'm, am I getting this wrong? I feel like there was a date on one of the platforms. Maybe it wasn't Twitter that was very close to July 17 and people kept saying it was like a bug. I, I think thought- it, was, <laughs> it was Twitter. I said here, July 15 it used yes, to be. Yes, that's right. That's right. And I forget why we had it as July 15th now at some point. But I do remember us going, well, this is kind of really screwing things up. Maybe we should we should tweak this. And when we see kind of some of the other platforms kind of put their own little Easter eggs in there, we thought, hey, maybe that's, you know, an opportunity for us. There are a few other hidden Easter eggs in the Twimoji set. Um, some people have found these out, but uh, you have to what keep What do you got? You got any, got any interesting ones that you can spoil off the top for <laughs> dedicated listeners? You know, I think the, the, the one that I think most people might know, or maybe not, which is the building emoji is actually a representation of the Twitter headquarters building here in San Francisco. So... It's it's a fairly unused unused emoji, but when you see it on Twitter, you can kind of go like, and if you're in the know, you'll realize that one. You told me that once at when I was at Twitter headquarters, and I had, I had not noticed at all. I was inside the building, and you showed it to me, and I was like, I guess, I, I guess it looks the same. And I walked outside, and it's very clear when you're out out the yeah, front that definitely. it's the same. But but yeah. it was. I guess it's not such an ostentatious building that you immediately, you know, if it was a crazy looking building, you might look at that and go, there has to be some meaning to that. But if you don't know, then it sort of, it works. It could just be any office as well. Yeah. And when we, you know, some of these Easter eggs, you know, our intention was not to make it so overly, say like Twitter specific where it changed the meaning, but something where if you were privy to it, you'd kind of pick up on that, on that clue. Um, the other one is the pager emoji so on the pager the number on there is 4044 which is uh if you use twitter way back in the days with over text messaging that was our short code that you would text to send your tweet essentially is you text it to that to 4044 so 
Was that is? Uh, I guess that predated me. I never was part of the text messaging era. Is that still a yeah. thing? Can you still tweet? It still can works. Still it still works. Oh, yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. And so, so the the short code though, it can be different in certain markets depending. So I think you know maybe in the time you were in Australia or or London at the time, I'm not sure. Um, in the early days of Twitter, but so you may have had a different short code at that time because it's uh, country and carrier specific at times. Huh. Do you customize? Are there any emoji designs that are they they all international, right? Twitter doesn't send out a different design to different countries at all. Is that a thing? No, we don't. So it's just one set. Yeah. So okay. it's, yeah. I wasn't aware of that, but I just thought off the top of my head, I was like, oh, I wonder if you guys have any geo emoji. I guess that'd just add another layer of complexity to the whole the whole setup, right? This, this I mean, there's already so many emojis. Can you imagine if we were trying to do that? <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah, I could imagine the chaos of people going, but it looks like this at my end, and you go, which country are you in? Which platform do you yeah. use? Yeah, imagine okay. trying to debug that too, or someone's seeing something. There. It's insanity. Yeah, no, I get it. Let's let's stick at least one platform, <laughs> one emoji. Uh, so every month I send out a newsletter, which has a bunch of links. If you right now are listening and you want to get this, it's at emojirap.com. You don't need to. You can just listen to this, but I've picked a couple of articles out of this newsletter for this month. So is Brian. And the first one that I have, which is the reason, Brian, I wanted to have you on, is that you have created, or maybe not you personally, but you, Twitter, and the team have a new feature that works on Android. And as best as I gather, you get your Android phone, and I've got a Pixel, which I really quite like. I also use an iPhone, but... The thing that would infuriate me having other brands or other types of Android phones are the ones that don't get the software updates. And uh, which obviously means that, you know, you get a new phone and it's 2016 and then the next year new emojis come out and your for whatever reason, your phone maker doesn't give you an OS update. You start seeing little crosses in your texts because you're not seeing the new emojis. And Twitter has, I guess, taken this into your own hands because now if you have an Android phone, you see the Twitter emoji set rather than seeing Google set, which means it's always up to date. Is that a fair summary of how this works? That's pretty much correct. And what's interesting is actually, it's a bit of the origin story of the Tomoji set where it started out on desktop web, essentially, where people would get these new emojis, but you'd be on an older PC or an older Mac and you'd go, I can't see what these emojis people are, are doing. So that was kind of the first uh, drive to like, hey, we should solve this in some way. What can we do to make sure that the meaning that people are tweeting uh, is actually getting across when people are seeing it on, on different platforms? So, you know, we, we solved that on, on web and, you know, Android became our kind of next platform that we were going, hey, how can we figure this out? Because you'd see when a new, say, iOS update would come out and people would go crazy, just tweeting out with these new emojis, so excited about it. And then we'd see these tweets from our customers on Android going, I don't know, what, what, are, pe what are these boxes that people are tweeting out? So this is really as a means to how can we solve that and make sure that people are, are seeing a consistent con experience and making sure that the meeting is getting across when you tweet something out. So yeah, so that's uh, pretty much the, the gist of what we've been tackling with that. Uh, have you heard much since since rolling this out? Is it still the case that when when I was last testing it on my my Pixel running Oreo didn't seem to show the update, but uh, it seemed to be on older like seven dot 
something and earlier. Is that still the case? That's still the case now. If you're on a newer device, you can turn it on. But what we really wanted to target was the the customer need where people were going, I can't even see these emojis. So we wanted to make sure that we were first tackling that for those people who were in the situation where they couldn't understand what was going on. Whereas if you're on a, on a newer device right now, like a, like a Pixel with, with Oreo, you do have a full set on there. And that's a bit more of a choice in that case. Like, you know, do you want the, the Twitter emoji set or, or not? Um, you know, that may change. Like, obviously, you, as new emojis come out, we want to make sure that people are able to see those. So I mean, we'll kind of have that discussion when, when that happens, I would say. Do you hear much from iOS users? I mean, looking at the landscape of other apps, you tend to see a new trend seems to be in the last few years that on Android, it's becoming quite common for apps to do this sort of thing where they'll do their own emoji implementation. Uh, but then on iOS, mostly they leave them alone and they just leave it with the system. Yeah. Emojis. People seem to like that in general. My vibe is that people kind of they get a bit annoyed sometimes on ios in particular when you throw in another emoji set i don't know do you have a vibe on that do you do you feel like uh twimoji could come to the ios versions or do you think ios uses like the native apple set yeah i mean this is certainly a conversation that you know that we have internally uh I think, you know, you've seen this, you know, on Emojipedia, you've talked about this, where a lot of people kind of consider the iOS set kind of like the default set that exists out there. Um, And in general, it's good that Apple's pretty good in terms of updating their emoji set. It's always pretty much up to date. And the, you know, the penetration of new iOS updates on on devices is is pretty good. So that one is always kind of, and I think people are really attached to the iOS one. So that's kind of one that we toy toy with of, hey, what would we do? Could we do that? Is that something that we think is worthwhile to do? There isn't as big of a, as a, as a need, I would say right now on the iOS side, as there was on, on the Android side where we you know, had people who had a, maybe an older device or even a, a current device, but it comes with an older version of Android that maybe they can't update because of of their carrier or their OEM. So we felt like, hey, this is actually a real opportunity where we should be addressing that need because there isn't anything that that person who owns that device can really do in this situation. So we wanted to make sure that we were catering to that. Well, so any Android users out there listening, if you have noticed, I feel like I guess this would come by surprise to some users that suddenly they open the app and I've seen a bit of this. <laughs> like, yeah. what the hell? All the emojis look different today. And I've seen it both ways. Some people are upset. Some people, mostly I've seen people happy that they're getting the emojis they were missing. But uh, that's what's happened. <laughs> that yeah. you've, you, you've got the, this is the Twimoji set. And if you only use mobile, then I guess you might not have ever seen them before. You know, I don't know how many. Is there? Does Twitter make public the numbers of like how many people use mobile versus desktop? Is that something that you know or that is out in the world? We don't, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't think that we have publicly shared that information, but um, you know, certainly we. I'm guessing mobile is a lot. Numbers. I'm sure yeah, it's a big a chunk of people. <laughs> like, yeah. if you look at other apps and other uh, or web mobile web stats, even mobile web is higher than desktop web these days, and that's yeah. for a often subpar experience. So I imagine that mobile for Twitter is huge. Yeah, there's certainly, I mean, obviously there's a huge trend in shifting towards people being, you know, not only, you know, mobile only now, essentially. So, and that's something that, you know, we see in terms of you're having your entire Twitter experience just via your phone, essentially. You're not kind of going between different uh, different platforms. Uh, so uh, you have picked an article, Brian, uh, in our list, what what have you got for us? Looking through this week, this month's newsletter, what what did you think was worth bringing to the table? 
The one that I was uh, kind of taking a look at, which was the uh, the emojiology smiling face with hard eyes, and the reason mm-hmm. I thought this was super interesting was because when you know when I look at the Twitter data in terms of emoji usage, and we see this you know everywhere when people talk about kind of the top emojis, which is essentially it's always hearts based in some way. So I thought that that was uh, super cool to see that. What was kind of the the history behind some of these and what was the story on that? I hadn't realized, so I didn't write this article. It's on Emojipedia, but it's from uh, John Kelly, who's a lexicographer who's been doing some articles for us. And I hadn't realized actually sort of the how many times it had appeared in other forms of media and cartoons. And I, I sort of knew in the back of my head it was sort of an anime manga thing, but I hadn't really realized that it was like a... It, it had come through to Western comics and Donald Duck and yeah. uh, Snoopy and I, I don't know. I, I guess I hadn't thought about it that much. I, I the the seeing the emoji so often kind of replaced it in my head from from where it came from. It's yeah. I think you know there are so many times where people use certain emojis and they have got no clue of what the history is or how it came to be. I kind of think of. Uh, what we what, what is it? People think of it as like the Easter Island uh, statues, right? But yeah, yeah. That, that's like one of those classic ones where, hey, you've totally reinterpreted uh, what this actually stands for. I would say, and some of those are kind of cute. That like that particular one. Yes, it's an Easter Island statue, sort of, but it's also modeled off a statue at a train station in Tokyo. Yeah, <laughs> they've got an Easter Island statue, and I guess that's the thing that you just over time you just kind of assume. Oh, this must be here to represent Easter Island. Why yeah. is that? Why are they on there? <laughs> um, they, we've got one. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, one of the things, though, is it's always kind of great to see people kind of take a certain emoji to use it in their own way and kind of convey their own meaning that they want to. And if people pick up on that, I think that kind of shows some of the versatility of emojis, which is which is always kind of fun to see. We always are excited about how are people going to use this one? What do we think it's going to be? And how should we kind of draw this based on that? Uh, trying to kind of have a precursor to what we think people will use them in certain ways. You and Twitter are often the first First or one of the first, I'm going to say, I think in the last few years, the first major vendor to add emoji support. And what you're right, that what's interesting, though, is that because I guess you're all designing it, them at the same time, you know, yeah. that someone is over there at Facebook or at Apple or at Google designing their sets. And yes, you're going to code kind of say, here's the name of it. And there might be a small bit of guidance. But in the end, it's your choice how it looks. And we at Emojipedia, we do our own sample images of what we think they'll look like. But things like the cucumber go to show that, yeah. you know, that the, most vendors went with something that looked kind of like the sample image, which was a whole cucumber. And then Apple sort of chopped it up. But uh, but I guess the, the, when you're designing a new emoji and you're trying to think of, are you trying to think first, how should we do it? Or what will other people do? Or what's first in your mind there when you're designing a new set that doesn't exist anywhere else yet? We're definitely thinking, you know, we we look at the reference art, we kind of think about how people might use it, how it could be work with other emojis that we have, especially when you're looking at kind of a categorization of, of emojis. And then I think, you know, lastly, we kind of look at some of the other, uh, you know, prominent emoji sets and kind of go, hmm, what direction do we think some some other folks are going to go into? And that's kind of where we start. You'll notice like, so, you know, last year, last summer, we, you know, we I think we launched... Um, our last update, our last big update for the new emojis, that was probably April or May is when we turned that on. Yeah, we were one of the first and we kind of knew that we were going to have to 
reevaluate them a little bit uh, once we started to see what some of the other sets is because it kind of goes back to that piece about hey we want to make sure that the that the meaning is is consistent and conveyed properly depending on where it is so the cucumber is a good example of that you know we went with a pretty traditional cucumber and then everyone else went with the pickled version and so it was just recently we said all right i think it's i think we're kind of an outlier here maybe it's time for us to to make that switch and so we tweaked that I think that's uh, you know one of the things for us, which is, I you know I don't know if you, some of your listeners have noticed, but like we've been doing a series of kind of iterative updates to to our set to kind of really refine and tweak those things, kind of get them more in alignment with some other sets, and and really kind of add some extra details and things in there. And uh, yeah, I'll add a link to the show notes because you just had an update barely a couple of weeks ago now, which did that cucumber change and a bunch of other small ones. The shoe changed from blue to red. Any any reason? I, I, I don't know. Was that a... Let me have a look. I'm seeing what everyone else is doing. If I look at the running yeah. shoe here... Is everyone else doing red, or did you just like the look of that? Better? We liked it. You know, we wanted something poppy. We looked at, you know, I'll, t- I'll tell you this, you know, Emojipedia is a frequented website for us around here. We <laughs> use it a lot to kind of, you know, get a sense of, hey, what are other other teams doing? What's kind of the, the consensus on that? What's kind of the historical pieces of it? And we, like, for instance, the, the running shoe, the, a lot of these ones were ones that we haven't touched since 2014 when we did the initial set. So, and a lot has changed in that in that amount of time. You know, we originally had designed the set predominantly for a lower resolution desktop uh, screen, 16 by 16 pixel version. And so, we really made some conscious choices back then around making them kind of you know very simple details. But you know, now in 2018, we're seeing like even ourselves, we use them for things like photo stickers. And so, we've been going through and uh, taking a, a second look at some of our earlier emojis and adding some additional detail making them a little bit more fun a little poppier and so the the running shoe is one of those ones that uh jeremy reese a designer on on my team was working on we were we fell in love with this one as he was working on it, it was just such a a nice little refinement to it it was even in my uh in my display name on twitter for a little while i was i was that much in love with it so uh, I had a, another question about a future emoji, but I'm going to hold it be, to a later article. I was going to ask you about the smiling face with three yes. hearts because we've yeah. got a bit of grief over that. But I'm going to hold <laughs> yeah. that for a moment and uh, say, save that to the end of the show. So hang on to smiling face with three hearts, which yeah. we've got a lot of grief about in our YouTube comments on the internet. But uh, in the meantime, I wanted to talk about Mac OS emoji search. Now... This has kind of been bugging me for a while, but you don't want to just be that guy out there complaining about things. Um, So the Mac has a built-in emoji search feature, which a lot of people don't actually know that it's there, but you hit a little shortcut, you hit control, command space, and you get an emoji picker. Now this search used to be real basic, but it was really reliable. You know, you just type the name of an emoji or part of the name of an emoji. If you typed in eyebrow, you'd get the face with the eyebrow raised because that was one of the words in there. And then about two years ago, it changed to be this sort of kind of clever approach where it would match all kinds of words. If I type beach, I'll get all kinds of beach-themed things. But now if I type eyebrow, I don't get the eyebrow raise emoji. Or if I type, what was I looking for? I was looking for plate the other day, the the knife and fork and the plate. And I just type the word plate because I know that the emoji is called something like fork and knife with plate but it doesn't come up. So it's sort of like, it felt like a half implementation. Like maybe someone tried to make it clever and learn a bunch of things and then it just didn't really 
get enhanced from there. And I know sometimes these things are harder than they look. Twitter has an emoji search feature of its own on the web. And I was wondering, have you used the Mac one yourself or do you are you on Twitter so much that you just use the, the Twitter search? <laughs> we, we certainly use the Mac one, uh, particularly because you're saying, you know, we have a, an emoji picker on Twitter, on Twitter.com. And we do have keywords that we put in there. So we definitely check with some of the other pickers, particularly, you know, the Mac one in particular to kind of, you know, validate like, hey, we're thinking about this keyword does anyone else doing this too? But we've definitely had that pain too where we're like punching these in and we're, we're not getting the results that we thought. We do a different kind of tweak to it. Oh, there it's showing up. So yeah, it's and it's it's actually, it's a hard problem because you're trying to cover a lot of ground of, hey, what people, what words would they be thinking of when they're looking for this particular emoji? We also localize ours too. So there's a aspect to that where we're making sure that not only English speakers are, able to uh, do keyword searches. I'm looking now. I've done a little test while you've been talking, and your yeah. <laughs> your tool is much better, as far as oh. I can tell. I mean, there there is part of it. I didn't want it to be just a biased sample, but I know what most of these emojis are called, so I could come up yeah. with my own shortcuts. For for instance, the pointing hands, I know they've got the word index in them. Unicode often uses the word index for index finger. Yeah. So I used to use that as a bit of a shortcut, where I'd know if I type index, I'll get all the pointing hands. And, I, and you know, I guess that's probably not that important for the average person that if you just called it pointing but i'm doing a search on twitter right now and i get index i get pointing i get plate i get the knife and fork i get all the things so success glad uh, to hear that <laughs> yeah i don't know i my my gut feeling is that apple's team they're trying to do something clever or something bigger picture that you know try and do some fuzzy matching and things that are harder to do and you can end up with what appear to be bizarre results as seen by Siri as well. But uh, yeah. are you guys, when, when, so you're, you get a new emoji, you're sort of adding keywords in the background. How do you, how do you make sure the results are, are right? Are you, are you just doing a bit of manual checking or I don't know, what, do you get feedback on this sort of thing? Do people say I typed this emoji in and I, this name in, I didn't get the emoji or, or does it, you just sort of go with your gut on it? I mean, we, we certainly, we pull a lot of things from like Unicode in terms of some of their suggested uh, keywords. We add some of our own in and, you know, one of the beauties of Twitter is that there is a button on every screen where you can tell Twitter what you think about certain things. And so we'll, I've got a, you know, I've got, I've got a tweet deck column with Twimoji as a search term, Twitter emoji as a search term. And, you know, every now and then I'm, I'm scanning through that to kind of see what people are reacting to or talking about. And there are certainly ones that come up that I'll see like, oh, this is actually an interesting keyword that uh, was not included. We, there was actually just one the other day that I saw where I think it was talking about uh, the rainbow rainbow flag and it was going, hey, I'm surprised that LGBT is not, uh, this doesn't come back when you put that in there. And we looked at that and we were like, oh, that's actually a, a good point. Like, let's start to put some of those, those extra keywords in there. So we, and we're updating those, uh, you know, as we see fit when they, things change, we'll, we'll tweak those in there and add that, add that in. So, so we do listen to what people are saying when they're when they're tweeting that out. So if you want to show up in Brian's uh, tweet that <laughs> column, just just put those keywords in there: uh, Twimoji, Twitter emoji, or just at him. We'll also give you oh, the yeah, details. Yeah. At bhags, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you don't necessarily want the Twitter inbox of feed, feedback requests, but you never know. People might have something yeah, specific yeah. for you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so moving down, the thing I wanted to bring up before was that you picked out an article here about what is new in Unicode 11, which is coming out imminently. It's coming out. So we're recording right now at the end of May, and uh, this is coming out 
in the first week of June is Unicode 11. And this, it doesn't necessarily mean anything for users that Unicode confirmed the, the emoji list months ago now. So it's the same list, but the code points are 100% final. It's sort of the official go-ahead where Unicode says, look, if you want to be if you want to be stable and doing the right thing from now you can implement the new emojis and there's a whole bunch of them i've got uh, i feel like some people might be disappointed that redheads there's only a man and a woman and i feel like i've seen a lot of people getting quite excited that they're thinking all the emojis will have red hair or have an option yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know uh do, do have you are you do you think that will be something that people get a shock about when they see this new list and they'll think oh like i'll get the the red-headed bride or the red-headed runner and suddenly they're just going no no there's just a man just- with red hair <laughs> and a woman with red hair i do think it'll come out the uh, there's a another guy on our team who his his wife's a redhead and he talks about oh this it's 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 not quite gone far enough. I mean, it's a little bit, but it's not quite all the way there. So I won't be surprised that I'm sure people will, will have that kind of feeling that, hey, they want to have the, the full range of being able to control all those things. But, I, you know, it's, it's making progress, which is great to see um, that get included, which I think is great. Another one that's been controversial for us in our sample images, Tony Hawk. I don't know whether you've been up to date on Tony Hawk's yeah. uh, <laughs> complaints about our skateboard emoji that we did a skateboard emoji last year. And he, uh, it, it was just a sample image which just said, you know, here's, here's a skateboard. And our designer, Josh, he, he does a great job, and, but he's doing a whole bunch of them, right? He's not necessarily uh, looking at every skateboard on the market. It was clearly recognizable as a skateboard, but Tony Hawk, God bless him. Uh, he saw it and was like, "What? What is this? What is this retro '80s skateboard?" <laughs> so, I, so I messaged him. I, I sent him an at and said, "Oh, hey Tony, like, what? What should it look like?" I actually didn't know what the complaint was because I've tried skateboarding once and I was terrible at it. And <laughs> so he slid into my DMs and was immediately like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. You know, I wasn't trying to diss you guys. I just, you know, it's kind of an old design." <laughs> so, so he. he sent us a picture of his board and we updated our sample image and so now our sample image looks almost identical to Tony Hawk's board and I guess my question is do you have any teasers about the upcoming whenever the Twitter emoji update the Twimoji update comes out with the skateboard have you taken on board Tony Hawk's advice any spoilers on that well I'll tell you I mean well there's one lesson I think we've learned out of this which is people really care about what these emojis look like these days I mean I think we spent was talking about the burger emoji the skateboard all these things people really want to get the the nitty-gritty specifics of how it's being designed how it's being represented so uh the skateboard emoji the, the funny thing about that one for us is we actually did a skateboard emoji back during the original set in 2014 we had done a few of what we thought was going to be uh, in the future and potentially for emojis. So we did a kind of a series of you. We even toyed with, do we just do a couple of our own? This is kind of during, um, you, your listeners may be familiar with what we call um, hashtag emojis. So these, the custom emojis that um, get uh, appended to hashtags on Twitter. So we had a whole series of those. And so we were making a bunch of these emojis that we weren't sure would they see the light of the day or not and kind of what we thought would be interesting to play around with. So we actually had that one. We we started tweaking that a little bit, but it's pretty much consistent what we had in there. I, I, we'll see what Tony Hawk thinks. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I used to be a skateboarder back in the 90s, so I, yeah. I, do, I do care what, what Tony thinks on that one. 
We'll be sure to at him when yeah. uh, when when this comes out and see what he see what his thoughts are. He admitted that he's not actually a huge emoji <laughs> user, but he's still pretty <laughs> excited that an um, that the emoji skateboard's coming along. That well, now uh, he a lot cares. of a lot of his people. So he's now he cares, right? Maybe he didn't care before, but now he cares. So that's 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 fun. And another one that we've had a lot of feedback about. We uh, so we've got this video that shows all our all our sample images for the emojis. We put it out a few months ago, and the 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 one that comes up i swear it's like every comment under the video is just people talking about the one called smiling face with three hearts yeah and our sample image has four hearts and i i think it was going on there i i I feel like number one i i think some early i think maybe the initial proposal was called something like in love face or something Uh, and so i think maybe we internalized it as being the in love face and then the final name came out as very prescriptive. You know, often they might just say, like, face-blowing kiss, but it doesn't say face-blowing kiss with one love heart. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it was a bit of that. And our designer, Josh, he, he liked the symmetry, and I sort of agreed. I thought it was good. I agree, good, yeah. But, That's true. But, pe- yeah. but people were very upset. Uh, why is it called Smiling Face with Three Hearts when there's four hearts? Uh, do you take these things literally when there's a name like this? Are you, are you going to fall on the side of, yes, we need to follow the naming convention, or what looks best? What, what how do you pick? I mean, we definitely look at what we think looks best. Like the symmetry piece certainly comes into play. Um, I think we certainly got caught up like, hey, it says three hearts. We probably should be pretty specific with that. Despite, I mean, most people don't actually know a lot of the names of these emojis, which is perfectly fine. Um, but in our case, we as the artwork that we've been working on, we've, we've gone with the three hearts. And so I... As we were alluding to earlier, I think this is going to be one of the more popular emojis out of this, considering so many people love using emojis with hearts in them. So (laughs) I'm excited to see people start using this one. I think this one will be helpful because honestly, the other ones, the heart eyes, they're a bit too much. Yeah, you know, if you if you just want, well, they're a bit too much for some sentiments. But if you just want this sort of in love sort of vibe, it's a very happy, smiley one, but it's not over the top. It's not too. Yeah, uh, it's not too pervy or sleazy either. Like sometimes some of the the smirking face and things come across. You know, they're a bit too much. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think of the new faces in Unicode in so, Emoji Eleven? So I'm going to pull it up. So uh, Unicode Eleven Emoji Eleven for people listening, if they're wondering the difference. Yeah. Unicode Eleven. It's such a it's such a nitpicky point, but Unicode Eleven are just emojis that need a new code point, which is most of them. But then Emoji Eleven. Include stuff like when an emoji has skin tone variants or gender variations. Or some of them are sort of like uh, Twitter's had this pirate flag for a long time that's now an official part of the set that joins two emojis together. So it didn't need a code point. Um, but either way, the release that's coming up is Unicode 11, but that's sort of needed for Emoji 11. Nonetheless, the faces, what have we got? We've got smiling face with three hearts. We have a hot face, a cold face, a partying face, a woozy face, which really, I mean... It, it looks pretty drunk. That's that's sort of a drunk-looking <laughs> one and pleading face. Uh, so I don't know. I I don't I don't see myself using pleading face that often. Yeah. Uh, party face I like. There's always room for party ones and hot and cold definitely. I think everyone it, wherever everyone lives, they always think their place is the place that talks about the weather, which I guess is everywhere except for places that always have the same weather. Yeah. So <laughs> San Francisco, you guys get weather. We so do. Yeah. Hot, so, um, hot and cold face will be handy for you. I think the hot face. We just had a, a little bit of a, a hot streak, so the hot face could have been could have been used the other day. That's for sure. 
yeah, so I think they're I think they're quite good. I always like a face uh, and the superhero and supervillain. I think I'll use the superhero quite a lot. Probably ironically, uh, you know, okay. when you do a small gesture and then you'll send the superhero to you know make yourself out to be a bit of a champion. So I, I think I'll use that. How about you? Any that you're looking forward to? I, the partying face is kind of my. I'm probably most excited about that one. I think people are gonna. It was actually we've been working on our on our set that was the one that we spent probably the most time going back and forth on there was so much like where the confetti should go should the should the cheeks look like they're blowing on the you know the party horn the hat what's the tilt on it we probably spent way too much time thinking about the specific details of it you know the eyes should it be surprised or should it be kind of you know they're really blown on that on that party horn so but yeah it's true is it is it over over eager is it super yeah. excited or is it just sort of like woohoo? yeah exactly so i, I mean for, you know we see obviously you know the party poppers the confetti all those things that you see those used a lot particularly on twitter so i think this will be a nice addition uh to that set of of celebratory emojis that you can use uh and as an exclusive on the podcast, not to put you on the spot, do we have any release date or time frame for when you think you'll be supporting the new emoji set? Yeah, we're getting pretty close. We're wrapping things up. We're we're shooting for early June is our plan for that. So you can definitely look forward to that. It's gonna be it's kind of wild because um, obviously we did the release on on Android recently. So this is gonna get us on mobile uh, twitter.com mobile.twitter.com uh tweet deck and obviously now android as well which is which is pretty cool so we'll have a, a pretty broad distribution this time around so looking and forward to that early june for people uh, eagle-eared listeners i guess in corporate speak means until about june 15 i feel like you get given permission <laughs> for half a month you know when you know companies do that they'll say like late if you say late in the year i think you're still allowed until december 31st that's true okay maybe so i should I have said that yeah 2018 <laughs> it's gonna be here in 2018 yeah in 2018 uh either way i won't hold you to it but sometime hopefully in june we'll, we'll see these updates coming out and if we don't people can hashtag twimoji on twitter and say hey when are we getting when the new twimoji yeah. updates I'm I'm also, yeah, we're super excited about it. It's it, the the Trimoji project is a lot of fun. We really enjoy it over here, so uh, we're definitely looking forward to to share that with the world. Well, Brian, thank you for joining me. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? Best, pl- uh, I would say Twitter is <laughs> the best place to find <laughs> me. I'm at bhags, and that's b h a g g s. And so you can find me there. Send me a message. I usually write back. So. Oh, it's very nice of you. I see you have a lot of... You have 20-something thousand followers here. Good. Popular man on yeah. the tweets. Um, and you can follow the show uh, at Emoji Rap. You can follow me at Jeremy Burge. And I would like to thank Jonathan Mann for our theme music and Joshua Jones for our show art. So uh, thanks again for everyone for joining me, and I'll speak to you next time. Bye.